Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. It's a crazy time with elections around the world, and I think people are more in tune, more aware, more concerned, mm-hmm. and want to be more educated about elections, not just that happened here in the United States, but I think we've been looking at the Ukraine, we've been looking at clear back to 2000. You know, 14 yep. U.S. involvement, different places, things that are going on. And we're seeing similarities between what's happened here over the last few years in the United States through our elections, what's happening in other places. We've seen the the uh, the footage of the beaches in Brazil with 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 uh, uh, almost almost the kind of, of of traffic on the beaches look like the zombie movie with Brad Pitt, where people always climbing on top of each other. It's just just a, a, a chaos and people very upset and questioning the results of their election. And so, hey, we can speculate from here. We can talk to somebody with boots on the ground. We have Sean Morgan of the SeanMorganReport.com can report live from there. Well, welcome, Sean. Yay! Welcome, Sean. We're so glad you're with us today. Beaming you in via satellite here to the Flavor Conservative Show. But, you know, uh, firsthand information is really valuable in today's time because there's so much spin an angle that happens uh, through the process. So I'm anxious to hear from you directly a few days after this election, what's actually going on in Brazil. Sure. Well, when, first of all, we had an election about a month ago and it was a, it had a runoff. So it went to runoff between Bolsonaro and the former president, uh, Lula da Silva. And so Bolsonaro had a lead in almost every state except for Lula's home state, which is in the Northeast and uh, that region is known for being controlled by drug cartels, having a lot of corruption, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of shady things. There were a lot of unanswered questions about the anomalies in that election a month ago. Uh, nevertheless, since Bolsonaro made it to the runoff, um, things just moved forward and people voted in the general election. And then after it came out, 51% to 49% in favor of the uh, the person who can't draw a crowd. Yep. <laughs> Uh, just like just like Trump uh, versus Biden, it's, it mm-hmm. seems like a, a repeat of history here. Uh, and, and then Bolsonaro went silent. And so this is like everyone's just waiting to see how he's going to react. Is he going to concede? What's he going to say? And he said right. nothing for two days. Uh, so, but he did not concede, and he still hasn't conceded. Much mm-hmm. how Trump has not conceded yet. And so, on the ground, I can say that when Lula officially won. Uh, there weren't a lot of celebrations the way you would see uh, if it was a Bolsonaro win. Uh, and then after a day or two, people really started protesting a lot. And it wasn't just in the capital. It wasn't just in one city. In every single city in Brazil, people doing mass protesting, seeing a, a trucker movement of them mm-hmm. blocking the roads. And then finally, Bolsonaro came out and said, hey, you know, you have the right to protest. We welcome it, but please don't block the roads. So now you can see yeah. people going on mass strike. They're not blocking the roads because they're so respectful, but they're parking their work vehicle on the side of the highway and it stretches for miles. This is from Amazonas State, which is so remote from the capital, so remote from Rio and Sao Paulo. And yet wow. this is a countrywide organic movement. Obviously, you don't have Bolsonaro stoking the flames of this movement. In fact, he's trying to restrain people. So they can't call him wow. an insurrectionist. Uh, but a lot of these people are protesting in front of military centers, begging the military to intervene on this. 
We're talking millions and millions yes. and millions of people are protesting, you know, in, in Brazil. Give Look people, at that, that picture right there. It, it, that's, wow. And, and I, I like to draw attention to the difference between naturally occurring organic movements and artificially created spin movements. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, I see it almost every day here, you know, with Arizona, they had uh, Barack Obama and Katie Hobbs, and they brought in a few other little celebrities and stuff in Arizona, and they did it in a high school gymnasium. You know, Trump has done something every night lately, and it's like in fields with thousands, like as far as you could see, thousands of yep. people, you know, showing showing up, you know, at these events, naturally occurring. You know, it, mm-hmm. there's an organic effort behind it. And you could see that in 2008 with Obama's election. There was Obama legitimately filled arenas. There was a, uh, there was there was wind in those sails. You could see that 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 people believed, hey, this could really bring us together racially. This could be a good mm-hmm. thing. He had he had a, he had energy behind him. And then you you see in the Biden Trump election, Biden destroyed Obama's numbers in some of the same counties. Right. You know, and and couldn't fill a phone booth. And so people look at that and it just does not make sense. It doesn't pass the 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 eyeball, the smell test, the taste test on any level. And it seems like Brazilians across the board, you know, are feeling the same way. Yeah, there's so many parallels. In fact, they're trying to make Bolsonaro ineligible to run again, just like they're trying to knock Trump out with all of this lawfare, you know, indicting him and raiding him and all these different things that they want to do uh, to try to stop the momentum, stop the people's movement, stop the leader, cut the head off of the snake. Uh, But it's just, it's not working. Uh, They're trying to see that narrative in the New York Times and different places that uh, Bolsonaro should be ineligible. In fact, Lula's already put forward uh, plans to demilitarize uh, Brazil in a certain extent, because we have a lot of people from the Brazilian military who are in uh, public posts as politicians, about a thousand of them. And wow. now Lula is saying he wants to remove all of those people from public office. So apparently the military is one of those institutions that's still true to the people. And the Supreme Court in Brazil seems to be corrupt. And those are the ones who right now the Supreme Court, one particular Supreme Court justice, is deplatforming and jailing uh, opposition politicians, like literally court orders to shut down their Twitter accounts, to put them in jail. They can't yeah. ever deny the election. That's the that's the breaking the rule. Mm-hmm. And where have we heard that before? That election yep, sounds denying very familiar. information, right? Yes. So well, true. The New York Times has always been a, a, a leftist communist sympathizer going back to Stalin, mm-hmm. you know, going back to regimes over the last, you know, probably close to 100 years. That's the direction they're going. Brazil's really the last strong holdout, you know, in on the continent to, mm-hmm. to, to, to still have allegiances to free markets to the u.s you know yeah. to what what look who they're surrounded by by bolivia and venezuela and argentina and all these places that have been mired in um, a form of fascism really uh, this type of communism that has plunged the entire continent into mm-hmm. uh poverty except for brazil you know they have stayed strong because of their uh semi-commitment to free markets compared to these other countries and Brazil is part of the BRICS nations. Yep. So this is a group of countries, including Russia, India, China, and South Africa, that have a lot of economic might that are forming their own kind of mm-hmm. economic and political bloc to compete with the United States. And so with Trump and Bolsonaro having such a close relationship, that was a way of keeping the Western Hemisphere uh, aligned to the United States. Having, having that kind of alliance, I think, was really healthy 
but to yeah. push uh, to push Brazil into the hands of the globalists and into the hands of China, uh, and to, to let South America and Central America be this gigantic red commie um, blob is just, it's, it's really, a, it would be a real shame to see mm-hmm. uh, Brazil plunge into a generation of that. I totally agree. Sean, if people want to know more about you, then go to seanmorganreport.com. But you have a show every day on American Media Periscope called Making Sense of the Madness. Tell us about your show. Sure. It's five days a week. It's, uh, you know, 5 p.m. Eastern. We talk about breaking news. I give a monologue kind of like Tucker. I, I give my analysis on everything that's breaking. And then we do sit down interviews with uh, whistleblowers, with doctors, with lawyers, with uh, political analysts. And we try to go get the news behind the news. We're always questioning the mainstream narrative and exposing uh, media propaganda. Man, that and there's a lot there's a lot of madness that needs to be made sense of That's for sure. right, right now. What do you see next over these next few days? What are we at a fork in the road or is this this a a, a path? It's a river that's moving in Brazil that there's nothing really that can be done about it. No, I think the next few days, in fact, uh, perhaps tomorrow will be the day that the military presents its audit to Bolsonaro. And then I think Bolsonaro would actually make an announcement uh, once he gets that evidence, forensic evidence in his hands, then he can present that to the people. And I think that's when all heck is going to break loose because uh, Mm -hmm. he might not even be able to get on TV to do that. I mean, when he was speaking, we had major... Uh, Brazilian networks that wouldn't even televise it. And so he has to go to Twitter or someplace Mm. perhaps to be able to keep that communication line open. And if there was fraud, uh, it will be shown in that audit. And then he would have to uh, decide what he's going to do next. Will there be uh, military intervention? Will they arrest a Supreme Court justice? Will they arrest Lula? You know, uh, will, uh, will will it be in the people's hands and they'll have to do a real um, strike. You know, that's the question. Wow. Will they really block the roads? Because that's when uh, that's when the people will be really angry if they find out forensic evidence that there's fraud. It, it's wow. really tried to be presented as if it's like a 50-50 thing. Even mm-hmm. the United States, it feels that way. But it, the example I use is it kind of feels like if you're on a, like a tour bus, you know, like on these vacations, you're on a tour bus and like, you know, the driver's a part of one team and the guy with the, the, the you know, the microphone at the front is a part of, of that team. And there's a few people in the front that kind of agree with them, but like 80% of the people on the bus yeah. think everything they're saying is crazy, you know, a great and, analogy. but they control the microphone and they kind of control yeah. the steering wheel a little bit. And it's up to that 80% just to make sure that they, you know, we've seen these, these things happen before. They just, mm-hmm. you know, they got to stay strong in, in a non-violent Hey, you guys go pound sand. We're not going to participate in this, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, kind of, uh, peaceful, non-compliant, peaceful, non-compliant way. And, uh, I, I tell you, it's we're already happening for you. at a mass level in Brazil. And just imagine how much bigger it could get if yeah. there's, uh, the military presents evidence of fraud. Woo, man. So true. Can, can we have you back on to kind of keep us up, up to speed with this? Yeah, because I'm I, here, I, I'm your man on the ground in Brazil. I'll keep reporting back as things develop. I trust we your voice hundred percent on this and we're gonna be praying for you, you know, and cause mm-hmm. it, it means so much to the world that, that they stand strong. That's for sure. Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still 
buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.